Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Chapter 12 of Darkness and Daylight. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by April 6090. Darkness and Daylight, or Lights and Shadows of New York Life. Chapter 12. By Helen Campbell. Shop Girls and Working Women. The Great Army. New York Poor. Life Under the Great Bridge. The bitter cry of New York. A quarter of a million women, and this exclusive of domestic service. Three hundred and forty-three trades open to them, and each one thronged with eager learners. This is the beginning of the story of New York working women, and day by day the number grows. What the three hundred and forty trades specified in the last United States Labor Bureau report are, no man knows save only the census-taker and the newspaper reporter, who must know all things. Many of them are simply subdivisions of old trades, which include many processes, each one so thoroughly separated from all the rest as to form a trade in itself. Whatever they are, and however little reward the knowledge of their intricacies may bring, it is certain that a row of applicants are always in waiting and that an advertisement for one often brings a hundred. Before sketching the life of the worker in trades of all orders, let us see how it fares with the shop girl. Often she begins as a cash girl, leaving school at twelve or thirteen, and making one of the long list of applicants always on file in the great retail dry goods establishments. It is a favorite ambition with the public school girl from the better class of tenement house where one finds chiefly irish and germans the children are quick and bright apt to be ready reckoners and look up upon the great stores as the high road to fortune that she must be on her feet most of the day and work for a dollar fifty or at most two dollars a week and may not be counted worth more than this for two or three years does not deter hundreds from applying if any vacancy occurs certain things are learned that at home would probably have been impossible they find that punctuality is the first essential learning the lesson perhaps through the fines over which they cry to them nothing can be better than to be a full-fledged sales lady and it may be even in time the head of a department 
if wages are a pittance hours exhausting and an army always waiting to fill their places if they in any way forfeit them the fact of companionship and of the constant interest and excitement of watching the throng in shop and street seems sufficient to satisfy all longings and prevent much complaint their quickness and aptness to learn their honesty and general faithfulness and their cheapness are essentials in their work and to this combination of qualities cheapness dominating all has given them a permanent place in the modern system of trade the shop-girl has no thought of permanence for herself the cheaper daily papers record in fullest detail the doings of that fashionable world toward which many a weak girl or woman looks with unspeakable longing and the weekly story papers feed the flame with details of the rich marriage that lifted the poor girl into the luxury which stands to her empty mind as the sole thing to be desired in earth or heaven hope is strong she expects to marry and in many a silly little head there is hidden away the conviction that it will probably be some rich and handsome customer who will woo her over the counter to the admiration and desperation of all the other girls and place her at once where she really belongs she knows far better what constitutes the life of the rich than the rich ever know of the life of the poor from her post behind the counter the shop-girl examines every detail of costume every air and grace of the women she so often despises even when longing to be one of them she imitates where she can and her cheap shoe has its french heel her neck its tin dog collar gilt rings bracelets and bangles frizzes bangs and cheap trimmings of every order swallow up her earnings the imitation is often more effective than the real and the girl knows it she aspires to a manicure set to an opera glass to anything that will simulate the life daily paraded before her and most passionately desire in the early morning she hurries to her place behind the counter there are heavy boxes to lift down and arrange an order before the rush of business begins and even before the clerks are ready to receive their customers begin to arrive the breakfast of weak coffee and baker's bread has given her no strength she is tired before she begins and she grows more tired as the morning goes on and a hundred demands are made upon her it is her business to be bright and smile and take an interest in every quarter of a yard of ribbon that comes in to be matched the crowds fill the aisles she must answer questions as to the locations of other departments put aside packages for customers for just a moment take care of their change while they go to another counter keep her eyes open for pickpockets make constant calculations of quantities and prices and through it all hurry 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 keeping her temper and a smiling face lunchtime at last that precious half hour when she can sit down on a hard bench and rest deliciously and eat a roll and some baker's dry cookies brought from home with an intense longing for a cup of hot coffee or tea at night how her feet ache and her back and her head as she climbs the stairs of a tenement house oftentimes to find her father growling and grumbling as he comes out from a drunken sleep the shopper on her busy rounds for bargains comes at last to think of the shop-girl as simply a machine for taking down boxes 
with an occasional tendency to impertinence and a certain one to overdressing headache or heartache tired or sick it is all one to the buyer who if she pauses for a moment to notice a specially pretty or possibly troubled face turns away with the vague sense that this is an order of which she knows nothing a gulf as wide as that between dives and lazarus divides the rich customer from the girl who watches every detail of dress movement and mode of speaking and forms her own conclusions as to the real status of the buyer neither understands the other until the day of working girls clubs a creation of the last few years understanding was impossible my counter is down in the basement said a shop girl to me and there are forty others like me besides about forty little girls there's gas and electric light both but there isn't a breath of air and it's so hot that after an hour or two your head feels baked and your eyes as if they would fall out the dull season that is from spring to fall lasts six months and then we work nine and a half hours and saturdays thirteen the other six months we work eleven hours and during holiday time till ten and eleven o'clock at night we have to put on blue glasses the glare of the electric light is so dreadful but they don't like to have us do it the only comfort is you're with a lot of others and don't feel lonesome i can't bear to do anything alone no matter what it is said another i hope there's purgatory at least for some of the people i've had to submit to i think a woman manager is worse than a man just take the new superintendent we loved the old one but this one came in when she died and one of the first things she did was to discharge one of the old girls because she didn't smile enough good reason why she'd lost her mother the week before and wasn't likely to feel much like smiling then the floor-walker poked under the counters and shelves with a stick and routed out all the old shoes we had tucked away that were such a rest to our feet which often swell until moving is torture it most kills you to stand all day in new shoes but the floor-walker pitched all the old ones out and said he wasn't going to have the store turned into an old shoe-shop the average day of the average shop-girl is a monotonous round of labor when jim who is only a bowery boy who sells misfit trousers and gentlemen's furnishings in a cheap clothing store invites her to a ball patronized by numberless girls and boys of their order who shall blame the shop-girl for snatching at this bit of brightness and for a little while fancying herself rich and all the other good things that grace the heroines in the story papers there are tragedies that might be told but we will not let them enter here vain silly light-headed hard-working good-hearted little workers with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details